Hello, I'm Ruth Stroud, and you're listening to Ruth Talks Food. I went to the Wednesday Santa Monica Farmer's Market this week. It had probably been six months since I last visited. I'd heard the market had reopened with new rules for maintaining physical distancing and safe practices. I spoke with three vendors about how things were going. All of us were wearing masks and maintaining our distance. The first person I spoke with was Everett Hurd of Two Peas in a Pod. Uh, hello, my name is Everett Hurd. I'm with Two Peas in a Pod here at Santa Monica Farmer's Market. Um, and uh, How is business going for you? Business is about 20-30%. Uh, most wholesale farms or wholesale buyers are not operating at the moment, hotels, restaurants, so everyone's waiting for that to get back up to key, and we're waiting to see if the public's going to change. Um, so people that are coming is about 30 to 40 percent? No, sales. Oh, sales, sales are, uh, and yeah. Obviously foot traffic is down too. Yeah, uh, yeah, It's yeah, too yeah. difficult to get into market. Lines yeah. are too long. It's yeah. difficult for certain people to wait in the sun for an hour or two. Um, uh, it's not that we don't appreciate what the market's doing, it's just uh, very, hard to manage all this so um, everyone's trying to do the right thing but there really isn't <laughs> a right way to go about it it seems like so uh, we'll just time will tell and the mother nature doesn't know what's going on so we have a lot of fruit and produce so. oh you do oh yeah, uh-huh. oh, yeah. right what do you sell here at this booth uh, mostly fresh beans and fresh berries uh-huh. and dry beans and uh, jams of course jam I see what kinds of jam uh, everything but cherry and grape, pretty much. <laughs> I thought I saw apricot. Oh yeah, right. that's my personal favorite, blood high apricot. Really? Yep. Mm-hmm. Might have to buy some. And um, the blueberries, are they pretty good right now? We are known to have the best berries in the market because we grow all our berries out in open sunshine, unlike most farmers who grow in hoop houses, which is more efficient but changes the flavor of the berries. So our reputation for our berries is limited, but the best. Okay. And um, and where's your farm? We're located three and a half hours north in San Luis Obispo. Okay. And what's the city, actually? San Luis Obispo. Oh, well, we're, we're located in Edna Valley, which is in between San Luis Obispo and Arroyo Grande. For Larry Kendarian of Kendarian Organic Farms, located between San Luis Obispo and Morrow Bay, the new interest in beans, grains, and flour has helped him weather the loss of some restaurant customers. I was growing wildflowers. I started a company many years ago that's been sold, spun off a couple times, uh, called Environmental Seed Producers, and we grew California natives, so I've grown California natives, I've grown grasses, I've grown herbs, I've grown spices, I've grown vegetables, and so grains are grasses and beans are legumes, and so we just add those in a, a bean plus a grass or like any legume plus any grain makes a superfood, so we get all nine essential amino acids. So, so we're trying to do that for people that are vegan and want to have a diet free from meat. And does that uh, it's pretty popular these days, right? Very, very popular. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah. There's a lot of people, and so in order to get the the uh, the protein, you need to make that combination. And I can show you a chart there that you can take a picture of with your phone. It's called Private Tim Hall as the nine. Uh, the acronym for all the nine uh, uh, essential amino acids that our body doesn't make. It makes 11, and there's 20, so we need mm-hmm. nine more. And um, how is, you know, in the in the current crisis, the coronavirus crisis, I know that you sell here at the Santa Monica Market. Um, 
uh, how has that been for you? It's been really good. Uh, you know, I see a lot more kindness uh, evolving here now. And, and uh, I don't know, people smile with their eyes now because <laughs> you can't see behind the mask. <clears throat> business has been phenomenal. And the online business is crazy. We're just now getting caught up. We were 100 and some orders behind last week, and now we're down to about 40 behind. So I'm feeling good about that. I think it's going down, but in the inception of the virus and the secluding everybody and all that stuff, shutting down all the markets, people were hoarding, and it was this was just like toilet paper. So they were putting grains in their shelves and beans and stuff. And <clears throat> it seems to be subsiding now. Mm -hmm. So... You know, markets are slowing down, but yeah, I think people's pantries are getting full is all it is. But the good thing is people are making bread, they're cooking soups, they're doing things that they never did before because there's no restaurants to cook for them. So it's a good thing. There's a lot of good in the bad. So I'm a positive person. Think positive thoughts, you get positive results, you know? Mm -hmm. That's great. So. Well, that's good. Well, I hope it goes well. Is this the only market where you sell? or? Oh, you know? no, I'm in about 14 markets. 14 different yeah. ones? All in Southern California? Or? No, I, I, this Friday I'm in Monterey, Saturday I'm in Oakland, <laughs> Sunday I'm in San Rafael. Mm. And you drive to all these places? Yes. Oh, that's quite a quite a trek for you. Well, you yeah. don't even seem tired. And yeah, I know you told me you were a grandfather and a great-grandfather. Yes. So, well, good for you. And yeah. thank you very much for doing this. I'm yeah, enjoying lots myself. of energy. Yeah, lots of energy. You, you eat the right food and you're good. You know, I mean, our bodies are amazing creations. And so all we have to do is you, you want to put the right jet fuel in there if you want to jet. <laughs> That's, all. That's true. Are, are you a vegan yourself? I eat a little bit of meat, but ch typically chicken and seafood, and I try to do seafood that's from further in, and, and it's not it's wild-caught, no farm-raised. Uh -huh. I won't do farm-raised anything. You won't do what? Farm-raised. Farm-raised. Yeah, because uh -huh. they give them too many antibiotics and messes yeah. up our immune systems. Yeah, that's great. And so here you sell beans and grains <clears throat> yes, and, and herbs flowers and also? Uh, oh. Flowers, F-L-O-U-R-S. Yes, we grind, <laughs> grind those from the grains to make bread, and so... Uh, people can make bread with our stuff. They can make rice dishes, like risotto-type dishes. And then with the beans, you can... We have beans and, and lentils and peas. We're kind of out of peas right now. They're being harvested, and they'll be on pretty soon. So, you know, it, it's it's a cyclical thing, and different mm -hmm. things, different times. And so, uh, yeah. Is your business affected by the fact that so many restaurants are closed? Uh, well, it, it would have been, except that the people from the households that are becoming their own restaurants have stepped up and they're the restaurants. So they're buying and hoarding. So they're uh -huh. probably buying more than the restaurants. Oh, I see. And so, so now restaurants are doing this where they have drive up. And so this week I just brought like 300 pounds of beans that are going to different people. Oh, okay. uh, different to different restaurants, restaurants for takeout. Yeah, and they're going to put, or people put them in their CSA boxes or something oh. like that. You know? Well, good for you. Well, thank you so much for talking with me. I really appreciate it. The last person I spoke with was cheese seller Zoe Elkin of Drake Family Farms in Ontario, California. And how long have you been coming to the market? So I've been here for five years. Um, we've been coming to the market, I think, for about seven or ten. And it hasn't yeah. been a good experience until now? <laughs> yeah, it's it's great. The markets, um, the markets are a big part of uh, how, we, how we operate. Yeah. yeah. So it's not just Santa Monica, it's also... Yeah, we're all around Los Angeles. We are, we're in Pasadena, we're in Mar Vista, Santa Monica, Hollywood, yeah, Claremont, all around. Oh, that's great. And 
um, what's it like operating in this time of coronavirus? Um, it's been tricky. We do a lot of uh, wholesale orders to restaurants. Obviously, that has gone down quite a bit. Um, um, but we're really grateful that the markets are up and running. Um, it's been great to stay involved with the community and um, still be showing up every week. Um, and yeah, still it's a great doing a trade. Still doing business. Yep. Then. Yeah. We're yeah. It's we're grateful the markets are open. You know, it could have been easy for them to shut down, and it's a big part of our income stream. So it's nice. Um, and you feel like you're able to stay safe selling stuff here? Yeah, relatively. I think. I think there's a risk to just being out and about, but we're being as safe as possible and people are really um, changing their behaviors to be safe as well and we're doing the best we can, you know? Yeah. Th these times might not go away so fast, so uh, it's important to, to continue living life and just being cautious. Oh, so we sell um, goat cheese. <laughs> Everything goat. Um, yeah. We've got a fresh chev. Um, they come in a number of different flavors: herbs, de Provence, garlic, jalapeno, and then um, we also make a few aged, um, more pungent goat cheeses. We've got something called the Mount Baldy, which has um, a vegetable rind. It's similar to blue cheese, and we've got something called a Glacier, which is similar to Camembert. They're both pungent and aged, and um, nice and goaty. Um, we make an Idlewild, which is an aged um, old world Portuguese goat cheese, similar to Parmesan. And we also have a fresh goat milk feta, which is um, lower salt and just very creamy. And yeah, we take a lot of pride in the cheese we make. I ended up buying two cheeses, three pounds of beans, three cartons of berries, some pickling cucumbers, white turnips, carrots, small gem lettuces, and some apricots, cherries, and peaches, the first stone fruits of the season. I'm a produce junkie, so I think I may just go back for more next week. Thanks for listening. If you liked this episode, please share it with a friend, and don't forget to leave a comment at Ruth Talks Food on Twitter or on my blog, ruthtalksfood.substack.com. See you in the kitchen.